You're listening to the Marketing Masters Podcast. Welcome to the Marketing Masters Podcast. I'm your host, DJ, and I'm joined by my co-host, Eric Needle. How are you doing today, Eric? Doing great. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. Um, so we decided on the topic of content marketing uh, for today. Um, before we jump in, though, I actually wanted to talk about a couple of our personal projects um, because I realized in our last episode, we, we did talk a little bit about us, but we both have a lot of personal projects we have and just talking about them for a few minutes and telling people where they can find some of our other content or other things that we work on. Um, and I'm not talking about clients. I'm talking about personal projects. So your own businesses, your own side businesses, uh, websites, things like that. Um, maybe not all of them. We have too many to go over in one episode. But if we start off, talk a little bit about that. And then and then we'll get right into content marketing. Um, and content marketing, we're going to be discussing what it can do for your business, uh, what is it, um, and, and that, that sort of thing. So um, I'll start off and I'll say that uh, I have a review website called Half Full Reviews. And I do movie reviews and game reviews and TV reviews. I've been focusing a lot on things that you can watch on streaming services because um, that's pretty trendy. Um, but I, I also have a podcast over there. So you can catch me at the Half Full Reviews podcast or at halffullreviews.com. Um, my marketing company is titled sim similarly. It's Half Full Marketing. I don't think I mentioned that last time. Um, but I kind of have like a half full brand going on. Um, but so, so what about you, Eric? I know you have lots of projects that, uh, that we've taken a look at. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so uh, my company's called Longbow and a lot of what we do is content marketing. And so we have many sites and, and often they're experiments. Often they've been long running projects. Like for instance, I have a site called greenbrevard.com that promotes sustainability and really anybody who cares about the future of your community. And we started that in 2004. I've been building WordPress since 2004. Wow. And, uh, and that has over 300 articles about all sorts of people and organizations who do really cool stuff in Florida's Space Coast. So is that a blog? <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah, it, absolutely it's a blog. I mean, we consider them articles, but we have over 80 authors, people who have written stuff. And often it's kind of about articles, about a nonprofit we think is cool, or, or some best practices, people doing, doing cool things, smart things, stuff like that. Cool. So you have that, you have the marketing company, you have, um, you have a local directory too, right? Yeah, we, uh, when COVID started about a year ago, we created a site called brevard.biz. And the goal of that was really to help restaurants communicate, you know, that they were open, you know, menu change, new hours, hey, we're still here, support us. And really the goal was to help support local business. And it's grown to be a lot more than restaurants, but that was kind of its start. Very cool. Um, so um, I'm sure we're going to talk more and more about our projects and they'll pop up organically throughout conversations. Um, but I just thought it'd be fun to throw a few of them out there. Um, that way people can check out some of our work or stuff we're working on, you know, working towards. Um, so content marketing, though, let's get into that discussion. Um, what what does content marketing mean to you or how would you explain it to a business? Sure. So for me, it's like, I'm focused on search. It's like, what good is it if you build a website and nobody sees it? So how do you get people to, to visit your site and discover your site? And the answer to that question is through content marketing. 
So right. So lots of people they they you know they start talking about marketing or advertising. I think lots of people jump straight into paid advertising. It's like, all right, so what's the best way, or does any of this work, or you know, how do I go about putting my my website or my business out there? Whether it's an old school be phone books or business directories right. these days, or but content marketing is, is something different than that. You know, you're not doing you're not doing advertising. You're creating content. So you're yeah, creating- and it's, it, it's you know it's it's like. If, if you're talking about advertising like social media or, you know, Google AdWords or whatnot, it's, it's like, um, what are you going to promote? And that's where content marketing comes in. I mean, you know, one thing you can have ads that are simple, but it's like content, you know, provides so much more information than just a, than just an image or picture. Yeah, I think I, I've always told people that you know, if you're trying to advertise your business, you know, giving something away for free is, is good. And we talked about that last episode as well, giving, offering something, a free service to earn trust. I see content marketing as, as that sort of thing. Um, you're providing them a free service, a written article, a video, something interesting to them, something they can watch lying in bed or read on the toilet or, you know, whatever they're doing, they can basically get this free content from you and it doesn't cost them anything. Um, I, that's how I lots of times pitch content marketing to people. Um, yeah, I, yeah. And the thing is, it's got to be good. It's got to be worth reading. It's got to be relevant, it, and it has to connect you to to what we're talking about, whether it's a product or service or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Quality, quality content. So that's another thing too. You have all these programs out there and all these websites saying uh, you can generate hundreds of blog articles without even trying, and it's all written by robots and put them on your website and drive traffic. And that's to me, that's all bogus. So uh, Google's getting smarter every day. Search engines are getting smarter every day. If you're going to make content, whether it's blog articles or videos or whatever, it needs to be quality. It needs to be for people. Um, yeah, and, and the key is it, it needs to be original. It's mm-hmm. like a few years ago, you know, with one of the Google al- algorithm updates, they, did, they, they, they tried to change the uh, affiliate marketing. You'd get someone who wrote an article, and, and it would appear on a 1,000 sites. So it's like Google, you know, got smart and said, you know, hey, um, this is the author. This is the source of this article. So Google started only giving, you know, uh, you know, good, uh, good uh, search returns to to the uh, to the source of the article, as opposed to these thousands of other sites that that ran the same article. Yeah. So in lots of these other websites, they don't even credit the place they got it, and when they do, it makes it even easier for Google to find it. But, and that right. was even like, I think you're saying that was years ago. I mean, imagine what they're doing yeah. right now. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's so smart. You can't cheat the system. You just need to, to do quality content. I, I was listening to somebody saying that too one time. I forget who it was, but someone was talking about this topic. And they were saying that, you know, oh, it's talking about writing for people or writing for Google. And it used to be you wrote for Google or wrote for search engines. But nowadays, as, as we're discussing, it's, that doesn't work. You have to write for people because Google is getting smarter and smarter every day, and they're rewarding people who are writing for people. And by writing for people, I mean original content, engaging content, well-written stuff that's a person can read and get something out of, not just something jammed full of keywords to try to rank high. That doesn't yeah, work. You're, you're exactly right. That's exactly right. And you know, and and here's a simple article. Like I I know some people that pay for articles, and they fill their site with with a blog with relevant stuff. Well, the thing is. Uh, what I do, the first thing I do to check to check to see, you know, who else is using this article is I will copy 
like a couple paragraphs of that article and paste it in Google. And then all of a sudden, you know, when you realize that there are thousands of other sites posting the same article, you realize that, that it doesn't have a whole lot of value. No, not at all. So, yeah. Yeah, particularly in car, I was I was working with it with a Hyundai dealer and it's, and it's like, uh, basically that's what they were doing. They thought they were doing great content marketing and I found, you know, I, I basically showed them, look, this article, it's, it's, it's in many, many sites and, and they're, and they're anybody who's also selling the same kind of vehicle. So it's like, well, you know, what, and what was happening is the manufacturer was providing content. And so these guys thought they were doing good content. Marketing, I've seen that. Like, yes. I've seen that where these, yeah, a, a mothership business just pumps yeah. out all this content to their, their little business. And now that content might be good on, on their personal social media locally, or it might be good to make their website look good to a visitor, right. but it's not going to do anything as far as search or as far exactly. as increasing. And, it, and, it, right. and it, you know, it's, search is definitely a factor. I mean, when you talk about, yeah, you know, we used to write just for Google, but it's like, we've always written for both Google and for humans. So that what that means is uh, a good, uh, a good content marketing, a good blog post or article will have intentionally keywords placed in it. You know, it's, it's like typically when we start writing an article, we're, you know, we under, we have it, we'll have a title, we'll have the basic concept you want to get across, you know, a bunch of bullet points that you want to talk about, but then also, you know, woven into that is the keywords or targeting. So, <clears throat> So then how, how does, uh, so we're, we're talking a lot about this. Let's, uh, let's narrow in on how does a business go about doing this, right? So if they have a website, they could then put these articles on their website, whether they write them or they mm -hmm. hire someone or someone on their staff already can write, um, right. or they hire a marketing company to write for them, however they go about doing it. And then they would post them on their website. Um, and then from there, they would share them on social media. Um, or share them in emails. They can do email campaigns and put the blogs in there. A good way to do that would be to like put a snippet of the blog and make exactly. them come to your website to read it. Exactly. Um, so, so if you have, for instance, your Facebook page and your website, so so you don't post the the same content in the same place because then it's not original. So it's like often what we'll do is we'll even paraphrase an article that lives on our website and 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 write it differently on our Facebook so that that's even different content. And as well, if we have different social media channels like your LinkedIn, um, you know, any other place you want to post stuff, you know, for instance, maybe your Twitter back in the day, but it's like, uh, you know, we always create different intros to, to link off to that article so that it's all unique. Because mm -hmm. we want everything to rank. What's great is when you're searching for something and several of your properties appear in the search returns. That's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a good example. So a good example of companies doing this, highly, highly successfully doing this, uh, is like be like magazines. If you look up a lot of magazines, um, mm -hmm. locally in Bavard, we have one called Coast, Coastal Angler Magazine. And I mean, they're actually worldwide, but they have different magazines in different counties and different cities throughout the US and all around the world. And they're a magazine, so they do, all they do is blog articles. And they have people right. submitting blog articles left and right to them. They write, they don't even have to pay for the articles. That's how many people are giving them all these phishing articles. Mm -hmm. um, and so they have to have somebody in-house who search engine optimizes these articles. They have to have someone in-house that edits the articles for grammar. They have to have someone who puts them on the website. And then they have a whole other person who shares them on different outlets like social media. 
Um, so this is like a very advanced version of blogging, but their entire business is content, right? So yeah. they're not just using content marketing. They are content. That is their business. Um, yeah, exa exactly. And it's, and it's like, you know, for years, this is how we functioned. It's, it's like, you know, how, you know, how do you get people to rank? Well, first of all, you have your basic, uh, content on your website. You're about us, your location, your services and offerings and everything you do. But, but what a blog does, it provides all this other contextual information for search that, 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 that really illustrates the products and services you provide. So it's like, you know, by writing and talking about all the stuff you do and by doing that over time, it's, it's like all of a sudden you have, you have a much greater depth of content, uh, quantity, but, but, and, and that's where quality is also important that you have both quality and quantity. So if you had a website with 10 pages that talked about what you do, that's great. But if you had a website with 10 pages and 60 blog posts, then all of a sudden your website is far more relevant to Google. So therefore, you know, in theory, you, you will uh, show up in listings in search uh, returns better. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good for your website, right? So it's good for, to have content to share. That's another really good reason to have blogs aside from it, helping rank your website and making you look better in the eyes of search engines and, and having organic traffic find you aside from that, having content to post places uh, like social media, it really helps out there because otherwise if you're just posting an advertisement over and over again and rewording it, people don't want to be hit over the head with buy this, buy this, shop for me, shop for me. Right. They want, you know, if you're trying to grow a following, you need to do something more than that and either offer them blogs like this or a podcast. Our podcast is content or a YouTube channel and uh, you can do videos. Um, but lots of times something that helps them. So like for a realtor business, a real estate business, uh, you would do articles on home buying tips or home selling tips or whatever the focus is they want, how to stage your home, um, how to find a good realtor, you know, uh, how to sell your home yourself, you know, whatever. You could do really any topic related to real estate and homes. You could even stretch out and do things for interior decorating. And although that's not exactly the same as it doesn't, you might not see how it pertains to a real estate business, but it's driving people who care about their home to your website and it's brand recognition. When they get there, they start to, they might come see you for other, other articles. And then when they need a realtor, hopefully you're in their head. Um, yeah. And it's like, for a realtor, I'd suggest talk about your community. You know, often it's like, you know, it's every once in a while you'll see a realtor that actually talks about their community or, or adds it to a listing even more importantly, but it's like, they're often very quick and it's like an afterthought. It's like, oh yeah, it's, it's near great schools and shopping and the beach is 10 minutes away and all this stuff. And, and in fact, that's where people should be focusing their attention. You know, you want to promote where you live because when someone's looking for a house, uh, you know, especially if they're from out of the area, they're looking for the area that they want to move to as well. So in Brevard County, there's lots of great places to live and there's lots of places I wouldn't want to live, but it's like, uh, you know, just by, just by really focusing on the community and, and the benefits thereof, it's like they're providing a service and, you know, an important service that people often don't do. Let's stay in this real estate train for a second. So sure. I saw a really cool YouTube series a little while ago, cause we've been thinking about moving, trying to pick out a place to live. Um, and so we watched a YouTube series on, uh, I think it was North Carolina and the realtors there did this series and they list 10 reasons why you should move here. Nice. Um, so that's, that's the kind of content we're talking about, whether that's written in a blog or on a YouTube video, you're giving people something to watch 
Um, so then when they when they need a realtor, you're already they're already here. They found you. They've heard of you. Or you now sound knowledgeable. You sound like an expert in the field. Um, or you seem more professional because you're creating content that other realtors aren't. You're going the extra right. mile. You know, there's so many reasons it makes you look good um, to people. Um, yeah, and, and you know, in essence, you know, why do we continue to write Green Brevard? It's like we're promoting our community by showing all the cool things that exist in the community and all the great people doing interesting things. And and we live in a really special place. I mean, we have Kennedy Space Center. We have engineers. We have all this all this incredibly neat, groundbreaking stuff that happens here. And so by having this sort of site with, you know, that, that talks about all these broad topics, it kind of shows people how special our community is. And that's the thing too, it's, it's like Green Brevard, we don't pretend to be journalists. We don't act like journalists. We're marketing guys and we're promoting our community. Yeah, that, that's a cool project, so. Um, yeah, another thing for realtors, you know, realtors spend almost no energy on listings. They even, they automate it now. And that's where search and some content marketing can really help sell a property. So if you have somebody who's the listing agent, you know, in realty, there's there's two sides of the coin. You have the folks that list properties, and then you have the people that show properties, you know? So it's mm -hmm. it's kind of two, two sides of the coin. And the people that list properties, they should be writing about your property. You know, it's it's like they, they should be taking the time to put lots of great photos to promote your property. That's their job, you know. So so it's like a, that's something that that it bugs me to see. Sometimes there's lots of realtors that are just lazy and sloppy and don't even bother to take more than like three or four photos of your home. So it's like if you're trying to sell a property, that's something that you can help them with that you can augment, you know, because you know it's in your interest to sell it. But, so so you're so okay okay so you're a real estate broker you're setting up a real estate business here at Brevard or wherever and uh, you set up your website you, you did what we said last week you know you set up your your Google My Business um, you're you're ready to rock and roll um, you're you're putting blog articles up or you need to put blog articles up but you're like hey I don't write um, or I'm not a writer and so you you know I would suggest finding a family member or a friend or even hiring someone um, who does like to write or who can write professionally. Uh, those are all great places to start. You know, you want it to be as professional as possible. So if you do go with a friend or family member or, or something like that, you know, if they're a, a talented writer that can write professionally and make it look good for your website. If not, you might need to hire someone. But now you're starting to put blog articles on there. Um, videos is something I think almost anybody can do. Um, and if you can't do it, maybe someone on your team could do it. And that's as easy as turning your phone around these days. You hit that right. turnaround button and you just record a selfie video um, and make them better over time. Eventually, you might want to hand the phone to someone else. You know, these days, a Google phone or an Apple phone, um, these have good enough cameras on them to to shoot video. You'll never need to purchase a camera to do this. Um, True. So. Yeah, as, as well, so many social media channels cater to video, like Snap, for instance, where it's like you can just take quick uh, video snippets, and it's and it's like again, you know you'll perfect your craft, you'll get better at it, but mm -hmm. it's like video is easy. And you can you can make video, you know, out of PowerPoint. You know, it's like it doesn't have to be even uh, taking video. It can be putting together images and slides with transitions and adding a little voiceover and bam, you have a video. So often, uh, you know, when, when people suggest video, they think, oh man, you know, I don't have the budget to do video. It's like, it's like you, then, then you need to learn how to do all this fun stuff. Yeah, so 
So for videos, right, you're saying you could do a slideshow, you could turn around and do a selfie, you could have someone video record you. Another great one too is like you could record the area around you and just put it on silent. Afterwards, right. you could, like some people do drive-throughs of the cities or the counties, I've seen that, and they just, they mute the video and they just overlay a little music at the end uh, or over top of it when they're done and you get a kind of get a feel of the area. Um, and if you want to get really fancy, you could then voice it over afterwards. So then you don't have to be on video, but you Absolutely. could script up something. Now, know. it's it's important to make sure that you have the rights to use the photographs and any quote unquote video content that you use in anything that, that's marketing your business. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, that's something that we're very strict about in terms of uh, image copyright and video copyright, because I've had clients who... Just oh, I just found that on the inter on the, you know on the on the internet and 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 their site is full of photos that don't belong to them and lo and behold they get sued because they're using somebody's stock photos and those people go after you. So I'm, I'm really glad you brought this up because I yeah. I would I might have even forgotten to mention this in this episode, but that yeah. is very important copyright infringement and that goes for blog articles goes for written content for the the images like you're talking about that's a big one that gets people right right it's exactly. Just, and the thing is, there's 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 right ways to share stuff and there's wrong ways to share stuff. So it's like when I publish articles on Green Bavard, I want people to share them, but I don't want people to copy and paste my work and sign it off as theirs. And when you see that, it's disheartening because it's like, it's so easy to share this article. Just give the author the credit. And, and that's what you do. Now, now with photos, it's it's different, of course, but it's like, you know, there's there's plenty of places to find good photography. Um, and, and it's okay to pay people, you know, it's like the world that that's how the world spins. That's how it goes you know? around. I mean, help someone yeah. out, put more people exactly. in, keep people in business, help out your local, you know, local community. It's exactly. Yeah. You know, if you're a realtor and, and want to do a better job producing content, find somebody local to help you do your Facebook. You know, it's, it's like, you know, you're helping them, they're helping you. And, and guess what? Your, your final product will be better. Now, if you sell one house quicker, it's worth it, you know? Now let's talk about resources to kind of help you avoid these copyright things. Okay, so if you go to, oh, yeah. if you do a Google search for images, for instance, there's actually settings there uh, that you can toggle that'll change it to if it's copyrighted or not. So you can change it so it's free use and it'll say it's free for businesses to use or free for personal use or content creation. There's actually little settings on that Google image search that allows you to do right. this. Um, but lots of times it's harder to get really great images, but you can at least make do to get started. Um, or you can purchase software. There's lots of websites out there. You can just do a Google search for free stock images. Um, and then you can also sign up with a lot of these places. Um, even Adobe has a lot of stock images. If you sign up for a $10 a month package or something, I think that's like one of their cheaper ones. So there's lots of options for getting, getting images and music's the same way. If you Google search for royalty free music, instantly right. you've got two or three websites and, and, and video too. And video, exactly. Even video, so you could piece videos together. And the kind of video footage we're talking about now is uh, people shaking hands or people shopping with a grocery cart or someone taking a test drive, you know, anything like that, you know. Absolutely. And, you know, again, it's, it's all about doing it properly, you know, to, you know, you don't want to get sued because you lifted some photos off the Internet. It's silly. You know, in 2021, um, you know, that shouldn't be an issue. No, definitely not. There's so much free stuff out there. You just need to take the extra five minutes and look for it and make sure that it's your content. And yeah, honestly, and another thing, another thing, you know, when you talk about stock photography, it's it's like, so I remember years ago, I was working for a healthcare company and found this great image in low cost stock, you know, even using like Shutterstock or something. I, I don't remember the service we used, 
but it's like, and I'm like, oh, this, this image is great. You know, we produced a booth. Um, we put it in their marketing materials. We used it in everything. And then I go to the trade show and I saw the same image, like in several other. Oh. Um, so it's, so it's like, it, depending on your market, you need to be aware of this stuff. And it's, and it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like, so, so, so I think what I'm trying to say is that if you use free photos, it's like, don't, you know, don't be surprised if you see someone else using the same free photos. For you know, me, so it's worth, it was so worth, it's worth 150 bucks to use a stock service. Sometimes it's worth more if you find the perfect image, depending on your business. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're going to reuse it. So, you know, I was working with oh, an insurance yeah. company a couple of years ago too, and they were making huge banners banners three times right. three three eight you know 18 feet of, across and stuff sometimes like nice. huge banners they put up in, and they made smaller ones that had stands and stuff ones for indoor ones for outdoor and they would yeah. use they'd make an image and use it for all of them and then they use it for years to come so like right. that's definitely something you want to spend a couple extra dollars on or some extra time investment on to make sure it's original yeah it, it, it all depends you know it's like so so one of the top of the line stock photo services getty images and they can be very expensive but it's like i worked for this um big insurance company uh a, actually a clearing house for insurance companies and we found an image that was absolutely perfect we paid giddy image 1500 bucks to use this on one print item Ooh. and it but it was perfect and we didn't want anybody else to use it so 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 you can get exclusivity rights with a photographer but you know it costs money but it just you know, this was a national audience. That, you know, they you know, and they're like, yeah, this is perfect. You know, sometimes that image will perfectly, you know, work for for your company. So sometimes it's good to do that because you don't want to see it used by by anybody else. This is another side project I've always kicked around, possibly doing because my wife's a professional photographer, does many different right. kinds of photography. Um, so she has all the camera equipment already, and so I naturally have taken a liking to photography, and so I thought it'd be cool one day to do nature photography city photography just people just sidewalk photography just and use them as stock images you know if right. i had my own website where i uploaded a bunch of stock images um, that would go hand in hand with helping me make my own images as well as you could monetize it and stuff but it's always been a project i've kicked around doing i uh, kicked around sure. thinking about doing it right so um. yeah it's, it's it's like you know often you know it's it's like uh often we will take photos for our clients just to know that we have them some industries are so specific that you've got to take your own photography and you know i don't pretend to be a professional photographer but i can walk into your you know your operations and i can take a bunch of photos and get really good i can get you know 90 percent there then if we have a professional photographer we can then bring them in and say these are the shots we want and then they can take it and run with it and oh, we yeah. can save so much time because typically you work with a photographer, you're dealing with half day, full day rates. Same thing with video guys. You know, we could be talking a grand or two a day. So it's like uh, the same thing goes uh, when you're doing video that it's like, if you can shoot it yourself and kind of figure out what you want, then give that to, to, uh, to a video team, they will take it around with it because it's the hardest part uh, that, you know, in ever working with anybody is communicating this kind of stuff to people. So when you can show a video to a to a video, you know, to a video video uh, videographer, hello, uh, you know, then they can say, "Oh, I see what you're doing," and then they make it better. Yep. And so, 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 so it's okay. You know, it's it's good to use professional photographers and video guys, 
but it's like if you can arm them with with already what you want you will save a ton of time and money for sure so so, so i mean th that's kind of the, the steps right you can and, and depending on your wallet and where you're at you know you're going to know your own business or maybe you're a marketing professional so whether you're a business or marketing professional um, knowing what you can do yourself and what you need to hire out and sometimes saving yourself money by doing as much of it as yourself as possible or starting out by doing it by yourself and then you know i don't know whatever your budget allows but there's definitely options out there and yeah exactly and you know what's great is you know typically web is like the lowest resolution you're going to need so for web digital social media you only need images that are, that are that are pretty good it's like once you start going to print or large format display for for event marketing you know then then you need high resolution gear but it's like you know, I've had clients that I've gone in, shot the facility. For instance, I had a, a customer who had a clean room facility where they put together monitors and and computers. You know, you know, uh, all sorts of crazy stuff like that. I went in, took a bunch of of uh, photos, and and we were able to use them for everything. You know, so so it's like, uh, you know, I I, I think uh, clients can do a lot of the stuff themselves because they know what they want. And and then then again, you've already gone through the exercise, so so that when you hire somebody you're prepped and you can give, you can say, this is what we took, you know, now make it better. And that, that so helps these professionals do their job. Yeah. I mean, this is a, this is good stuff. So, I mean, content marketing, so that's something your business should be doing is content marketing or something uh, maybe you'll be doing for businesses. Um, and then there's people on the flip side of the coin, right? Who run podcasts or YouTube channels, and they have the problem of marketing their content. <laughs> Either you're, you're content marketing or you're marketing your content. Because some people right. are talking about magazines or blogs, like my review blog. Right. Um, that's, it's 100% content. But that's not usually enough to make you stand out. Like you have to still use other forms of marketing along with the content marketing. Um, so you're right. Just, you know, I, I call it, you know, spokes on a wheel. It's like there's all these things you need to do to to successfully promote and market your business, and it's like, and and you kind of need to do all of them, you know. So it's like you have to have a website, you you know, you should have a newsletter, you should have social, you know, content marketing is critical. You need a blog component. You should have great photos and great video. Uh, you should do event marketing, right? So there's all these things that you need to do, and it's like typically. You know, if you're doing things yourself, you know, you're only hitting a couple of those things. And it's, and it's, it's you know, a wheel with, you know, two spokes doesn't go around, you know? Yes, exactly. So that's the analogy I like to use. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I, like I was saying last time, all your eggs in one basket. I like to use the eggs in a basket <laughs> terminology. Yeah, sure. Same, same concept though. Wheels, spokes and wheels and eggs and baskets. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, Diversifying it, your strategy, you know, making sure you're doing a lot of different stuff. And the more you do and the more you can do, the better off you'll be. And you don't have to do it all at once. That's another right. thing too. This might sound overwhelming to somebody, but take it one step at a time. Start out slow. Um, doing right. something, it, moving in the right direction is better than not moving at all. Yeah, and, and we have a process. We have a repeatable process for creating content. It's it's like, it starts with strategy. You know, it's it's like, we know that, that to be effective for our clients, we really need to know who you are. We need to know the space you're in, who competes against you. We need to figure out what we should be talking about, you know, to contrast you from your competitors, you know, and, and to highlight your strengths. So it's like, so we have a, we have a strategy and a process for, for creating content. And, and we work with the team because it's like, 
often customers just expect you to be experts in in their field and that's not the case you know it, it's a it takes a partnership we have to collaborate with you to figure out you know what kind of articles we need to write that resonate and then over time you know because because it's digital we can measure you know it's like uh, who's visiting which articles you know you know it's 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 like over time we can understand what your audience is looking for and improve so I, I had a train of thought there oh it was with um you might get really lucky so if you're a small business i've seen this a couple times using content yep. marketing you could get really lucky if nobody else in your area is doing this so depending on the like you were talking about depending on the fields you're in whether you're a realtor or a bakery or a car dealership if the other companies that are in the same field as you same you know same area as you are not doing this um, you're going to stand out really quickly you're going to stand out on social media you're going to stand out on google um, google even has certain spots reserved for videos and obviously for images so titling your images correctly that's a big oh, one yeah. that's a big one i always i always have to tell people about and most people don't even think about it but if you're writing a blog article or even putting an image on your website that should have a title don't label it image 1072 because in order for that image to pop up in google they would have to google search for image 172 right? yeah google doesn't know what that image is all it's all it knows is it's an image so so it's important that you that you name it properly and you know now we're talking kind of uh you know seo search engine optimization which know, is, I think uh, it's the last factor of content marketing, right? Once you have the content, you sure. need to get it found. So the title matters, um, headings you use within the article, the paragraph. The context it's in, it's, it's like, you know, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's the description. It's bothering to write a description. You know, a lot, a lot of this stuff is uh, second nature. You know, I, we've been doing SEO for years, right? So right. it's just second nature to us, but it's stuff you have to do. And, uh, and for video. It's it's like if you're if you think you can just post a video on YouTube and people magically find it, you know you're mistaken. You need to create a title that makes sense, and then you need to create a description. It, it's like you have to wrap around each item with text. And if you, you know, do it very well, you like yeah. I'm saying, you might get really lucky. So there might be no realtors in your entire county that are making videos. It's very possible. Uh, I've already right. seen it. Um, so if you title it correctly, like you said, and do that description of keywords and take a, a few extra minutes to do it properly, um, you're going to pop up. And if no one else in your area is doing it, you don't even have competition at that point. Um, yeah. And then you start thinking of, of marketing, right? So it's like, if I'm, if I'm trying to sell a property on the beach, you know, take a video of on your phone of you, you know, opening up the back sliding glass doors and walking out onto the beach, right? Bam. It's, it's like, you need, you need to think of these things that, you know, when, you know, when someone imagines, you know, what's, you know, what's, what does my, what does this place look like? You know what I mean? It's like, if, if you want to live on the beach, it's like, I know that would motivate me. I saw, I, mean, I've, I saw a couple of real estate guys on uh, Instagram recently, and I was just surprised at their content. Um, Cause lots of realtors will uh, post video walkthroughs and stuff of homes or slideshows <laughs> of like a bunch of photos. But these yep. guys have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of followers, um, and they're posting staged one one picture, staged. So they make it almost like a home decorating ideas. But sure. these are homes you could buy, and it looks so gorgeous. People follow them and like them just for ideas for their own home, and it was super creative, a really creative way that these guys are marketing 
in, in getting ahead of some other people who aren't haven't caught on yet to that idea. Yeah, it's it's almost like Architect Magazine or or you know any, any of these um you know uh, interior stuff you know. You know but they, yeah, interior. but they're realtors, right? So that just shows you, yeah. you know, there's no limit to the content you can do. You don't have to do home buying tips or getting your home yeah. ready to sell or fixing your roof, with, you know, whatever. You know, you can. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and it, you know, staging is a thing. It's you know, again, you know, we're we're deep diving into real into realty, but it, but it's like. You know, staging is a thing. It's like when you can picture yourself in this home, you know, it's over. You know, it's you've closed it, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. We kind of went really hard into the real estate here. But imagine if you're not a realtor, this this really goes to any kind of business. It's, sometimes it just helps for us to, to have some kind of target business to discuss because then we can kind of carry on with that. But this definitely relates to every kind of business. You could use this no matter what fields you're in or whether you're selling cupcakes or cars or... Um, you have an e-commerce website store. Exactly. You know, you, you have to be, you know, when, when we're writing things, you have to be a storyteller. You have to imagine it, you know, from from the other person's perspective. You know, if, you know, if, if, if it's someone who's about to consume your product or service, you know, you need to imagine their needs, not just project, you know, your, your you know, your um, specifications of the product you made. I did a series of blog articles for a place that did custom engraving um, and they make custom products and that kind of thing. And so some of these articles, this was a couple of, a few years ago, I was doing this and uh, we did articles on gift ideas. And what we did is we wrote these blog articles is you want them to order online and purchase stuff online. It was lots of sports stuff, stuff for your car, stuff for to wear, you know, sports related things. And so we would write an article on gift ideas for dad you know, and in that article, you can talk about these different stuff, but you can actually showcase your products. So an e-commerce right. website can use these blogs to directly sell their products, and it could still be good content people want to read while at the same time getting them in front of your products all on the same page. Yeah, that's a, gr that's a great example. And then you sure. can piggyback these articles, you know, and we'll get into social media, which we won't get too deep into, but using hashtags and following current events that are going on and pushing your article in front of those people, um, you can piggyback off of the marketing work that other people are already doing, the event marketing that's going on to help, you know, push your products and your blog articles. Right, and that's what's great working with marketing professionals because, um, you know, we'll come up with these crazy out of the box ideas that that could actually work or help or help the client, you know, imagine different ways of thinking. Um, I was working with a with a company that made leather handbags, and the the designer actually lived in Spain. And, you know, cause that's where they sourced all this great leather stuff. And it's like, at the time it's, it's like, you know, uh, you know, they were talking independence and it's, and it's like, we were chatting and I'm like, man, why don't you put, put the flag on the back of a leather backpack and make it beautiful, you know? Mm -hmm. And they did that and, you know, went nuts and they sold a ton of them, huh. you know, because yeah, because it's just an idea that you never would have thought of. And it's like, it resonated only in that little market, but it's like, you know, when you're making, I don't know, $200 leather backpacks. It's, it's like, you know, if you can sell a couple of thousand of them, that's a win, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, so it's, it's, it's all, you know, that, I, I think that's what we do as marketing, marketing people. It's, it's like, you know, we, we imagine, you know, the, the user and, 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 and we can, and, and because, you know, because you and I, you know, just looking at us, we've worked on so many different uh, fields and industries that it's, it's like, we can, we can imagine, uh, your audience over different audiences and find ways to connect with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the longer you do marketing, the more kinds of different businesses you work with. Uh, right. It's just like anything you do. You get better at it as you go. You learn new things. Uh, 
even get better at being creative about it or staying on the cutting edge. You know, if you're a marketing yeah. professional, you need to, you have a lot to learn and a lot to catch up on, but you also need to be learning the new stuff that's out there and innovating. You know, if you're, if you're inventing the next great thing or doing right. something that other people aren't doing yet or in a way that other people aren't doing it yet, you can find yourself leaps ahead of the competition. And that's what you got to do for every client you work with. Um, or if you're a business yourself, keep, you know, do videos if no one else is doing videos, you know, uh, do blogs, you know, make, make good content, you know, whatever it is you're doing, keep reinventing your business and stay on top of things. Don't just sit there and, and hope that things are going to get better. So that's, that's so, that's exactly right. That's so true. And you know, it's, it's like, uh, there's an old adage that says content is king. Well, it's, it's like, we say original content is king and, and it's like, you know, you run your business, you know, your story, you know, it's, it's like, you're the one that the content's got to come from. So even when you work with somebody, you've got to collaborate with them and you've got to share your ideas and then let people take it and run with it. And it doesn't mean you have to be a writer, but it's like, you know, you need to find a writer and, and, and figure out how to produce good stuff that actually works for you. Yes. So, I mean, I guess that's, that's content marketing in a nutshell. <laughs> Uh, do you have anything you'd like to add to it before we uh, take off? No, I, I, th I think it's a good overview. Uh, you know, I, if if uh, if any listeners out there, you know, have specific top topics they'd like us to dig into, reach out and and communicate, and and we're happy to uh, you know help help solve your problems and help look into different areas that we you know that, that, that we haven't thought of. For sure. So if you'd like to send us an email with a question, you can do so. Uh, you can catch us at Marketing Masters Podcast at gmail.com and uh, we're going to have more ways for you guys to contact us we actually have a facebook page up right now you can follow us on facebook you can send us a message to, through that as well um, and we're going to have a website up and running here soon uh, we're going to have all kinds of social media platforms you can reach us on and probably a couple additional email addresses so we'll keep you informed for now if you look in the show notes you can find our gmail address there uh, in the show notes of every episode so send us an email let us know your thoughts topics if you have questions we'll discuss them we'll answer them um, and thank you for listening. Uh, tell a friend about us. Uh, very soon you should be able to find us on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, we're already on our way uh, into those. And uh, until then, you can catch us on Podbean. And thanks for listening.